This is Living from the Bottom to the Top, a podcast that follows my journey, a 56-year-old single white woman, as I go from being houseless to owning my own mortgage-free house on my own property. Each episode is unedited, and what you hear is unscripted for the most part, and sometimes can be very emotional and ranty. I hope you follow along. This episode is taking way too long due to mechanical and signal issues. So if it seems choppy, that is why. Um, Or if it seems to have double of different things. It took me five minutes to delete a part because for whatever reason it didn't want to delete. But with that said, on to how my last week has been going. It had ups and downs, which is pretty normal. Um, Some of them were a little more intense than others. But I also had some really interesting insights. I have been listening through to uh, a book called Money Blues to Blue Money. And the author is somebody I've talked about quite a bit on here. Um, And I admire them a lot. So I decided to... One of the things in the book was, you know, take chances and, and follow through. So I took a chance. And I reached out to them. And they actually re- responded back. And it's proving to be an interesting thing. I'm not going to say a whole lot of anything right now until I can make it to my mailbox. But uh, we had, you know, like I had said like last week or the week before. I'm not sure how long this is going to take to go out. Um, the The car isn't working. So, and it's been out of registration since the end of May. So basically, even if it was running, we couldn't go anywhere with it. And that'll be, there's some things going on with that as well. But I will, I'm digressing. But come Tuesday or Wednesday, the temperatures are going to be in the low 90s, high 80s. Um, so I should be able to attempt the walk. We shall see. Um, C ordered himself an e-bike, which should be here in the next couple of days. So he has to find a way into town to go get said e-bike. But even that's an adventure in itself, and I will get to that in a little bit. Because that was one of the Intense downs, up and downs. And again, the fact that corporate America does not give a shit if you live differently. But, um, so I reached out to them. We had interesting conversation. And they decided I was... The book had mentioned something, and I went on their website looking for said item, and it was not there. 
So, they were sending me that said item and a couple other things. So, I'm like, okay. Well, with the car not working, we're getting low on water. So, you know, we've been trying to come up with ideas on how to get water. I've been, I had been filtering some pretty sketchy seltzer waters that have been out in the sun for at least a year. My thing is, filter them out enough that, you know, maybe that weird wang, because they were um, sugar-free, wasn't there. And at least I'd have fluid, because you, you have to have fluid when it's 103, 105, 115, or you're going to die. So, I was doing that. And I've been living off of pretty much Insure, Strawberry Insure, which I can't stand. But I'm almost down to the last one. It's neither here nor there. But at the same time, I've found some new meditations. And those have been helping quite a bit. And I still have my up and downs and you know, my emotional state. Not quite as many as I've been because I'm really walking through a lot of different things. So the bouts aren't lasting as long. They Where they might have been like two or three weeks, there might be, I think my longest one has been three days. And I've noticed that in those three days, oh, I haven't listened to this meditation, that meditation, or I haven't followed through with a habit that I'm trying to get into. In fact, I've fallen back off of a habit, which I need to get back into. Um, but, like I said, got to work around things. But anyways, C decided to reach out to where we normally get our water and see if they would at the very least meet him at the end of the at the end of the road that we live off of and they agreed so they were going they brought us 40 gallons of water after they closed their shop and everything and i mean yeah there was you know they're obviously from Walmart and they got an extra $2 back from buying it that way but the fact is they did come out here and do that and C had gotten paid a little bit early, and he went online to Enterprise through their portal and registered a truck and asked the same person if he paid him $50, he would meet them at the end of the road because where we live is very, very rough and very, very far. And he would meet them at the end of the road and pay them, you know, basically an Uber fee. So they agreed. So, now he did this for Thursday. Got his confirmation, used his veteran's discount, whatever. We've rented from Enterprise two other times. Okay. So, he gets out there. Finds out they've actually moved their location. And, of course, you can't find it on Google because they only moved two months ago. Google hasn't updated their new location. Or 
Enterprise has not updated their new location. Got there and they were, they're like, well, we, we don't have anything yet because your, your uh, appointment's not until noon. Okay, no problem. I need to go get some food, whatever. Now, mind you, at this point, he's on foot. Normally, C has, when he goes anywhere, he has a backpack because he is so paranoid that is set up for the day that he's going to spend the night normally but because he was going to go get the truck and come right back he didn't do what he normally does with his backpack he had the barest minimum in the backpack water um, his id change of socks and something else very very minimalistic backpack it was a day pack that's all it was So, he went and got his food, and then went back, and I had forgotten, which is on my bad, because he'd gotten a really good deal. There's a $300 deposit. Okay, no problem, which has to go on a credit card. And from the moment, I guess, the moment he walked in, the person that was helping him was rude. And acted like he had no business being there, even though he had a reservation. And I know it's because he walked in with a backpack. Oh, it's just a homeless person. They ha- they can't be able to do this. Da, 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 da. Like I said, we rented from them last year. And the year before. Or twice last year, actually. And so, did that. He goes to do all that. They won't accept his the fact that he did everything online through his debit card, which is a Visa card, through his bank. And they're like, oh, no, you can't do that. It all has to be on a credit card plus the $300 deposit. And you have to have a utility bill proving your residency. Who carries their utility bill with them? What if you're you're traveling and you're in an accident... And need to rent a car so you can get home. I don't... Even when I had a utility bill, I didn't carry it with me everywhere I went, just in case. So, he explained, I ran in from you guys last year and didn't need all this. And they're like, well, that was last year. Policies have changed. And we're like, okay. Needless to say, he's like, his anger got the better of him. He called her a cunt as he was like, I'm never renting from you again don't blame you walked out the door so I'm not quite sure where how he ended up where he ended up but he ended up at Walmart and he's like I have two choices I can either walk home or or get an uber which would have cost him 60 70 dollars to the end of the road and walk the six miles back or he could get a bicycle well we've discussed the fact that he Pup Piss discussed the fact, well, you get a bicycle, you can always get a conversion kit for it. Make it an e-bike. So, he bought the bicycle. And he didn't even take a power pack with him. Or a headlamp. Because, like I said, he planned on picking up the truck and coming right back. So now, the only way he's coming back is via bicycle. It's also a hundred and some odd degrees out. And as I've said, C is a pothead. 
Now, on the way back, he did stop at the weed store because he was out, and we all, and he was already irritated, so we know that he needed the weed to calm down. And we're like, okay, he's on bike. He says he's, you know, he's at this point at this time. We're like, okay, we'll give him till this point. And about the point we thought we should be hearing, we would we were going to text him or, you know, try and get in contact with him. He's like, muscle failure. He, you know, his body's like, no, you're done. So he's basically on the ground. Thankfully, the sand is warm. And he's like, I'm I'm comfortable dying on the side of the road at this spot. To where Pup and I are like, uh, no. So, Pup got all dressed and ready to go. Because Pup's got a little more endurance than I do. And off she went with the wagon. Because we figured, okay, he's, you know, his muscles aren't working. We're going to have to put him in, in the wagon, the seat bottle two years ago before we got the car and the, the child ended up getting scared twice and I'll explain um I guess the first time because we're he's got one percent on his phone and he's like I'm gonna lay here and die on x y and z he's 11 miles from us pup's like I can do that all right let me know if you need help so we get, he, she gets on the way, and I guess it's some, he laid there for a good 45 minutes, and got some use back into his legs, and was able to ride a little bit more, and basically made it to the road that we live off of, and Pup is, you know, hauling ass, trying to get there, both are, you know, she doesn't have any headlights, of any sort and she's using her little spotlight which is a uh it's got a red a green and a white light and the green actually can help you see where scorpions and whatever because it'll glow them blue or whatever it's kind of like an ultraviolet light anyway see saw her coming and he stopped in the middle of the road and he's in black the, fl the moon isn't quite full yet but it didn't, and it's it behind her, or no, it's above above them, directly above them. So she's not, you know, she's paying attention to what's in front of her. And, and until she's like almost on top of him, he doesn't say anything. Then he's like, hi, and she just jumped out of her skin, I guess. So... They're you know, on the way back, and I'm like, how? She's like, got him, and I'm like, how bad is he? She's like, he's bad. So I'm figuring she is like trying to get him. You know, she's got to now pull the wagon and push the bike. And that I'm like, do you need me to come? She's like, yes, please. So I get ready to go, and I'm like, whereabouts are you? And she says, and I'm like, okay. So I'm about. It's about five miles from where we're at. I'm like, okay, I can do this. So I head on out. I have a flashlight. I have my walking stick. And I get a certain point and realize I didn't grab any water. I'm like, okay, whatever. And also realize there's enough light. I don't need the flashlight. So I turned it off. 
And I kept letting them know what, you know, we have landmarks to know how far things are. And there's a Joshua tree that means we're a mile from the house. So I'm like, all right, passing Joshua tree now. And I was doing pretty good. You know, a mile, I made a mile in like 20 minutes, which is really good for me. And the biggest thing they've been yelling at me is I need to learn how to march because I tend to shuffle my feet always have and it's basically to keep me from falling over so I started making up my own cadence so I would pick up my feet because it's kicking rocks and I'm like that's not good and that's how I'm gonna end up with blisters and da 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 so I finally I, I can I can hear something but I can't quite see something and finally I she said he saw me come over the crest of the hill which he probably did and I kind of could see a silhouette, but not real sure. And, uh, uh, so I'm walking up. And, of course, he doesn't say anything again. And he's, like, taking a break. And I'm like, I think I did pretty good. To which she jumped. I'm not kidding. Four feet in the air. Before she's like, I'm going to kill you both. <laughs> because I'd scared her. So at that point, she's like, do I need to stay with you guys? It's like, no, get home. If you, you Go as far as you can, take your breaks, whatever. You go, because he's got a much longer stride than both of us. And he was determined to get to the house. So at this point, Pup takes the bike, and I take the, the wagon. Because I'd already figured I was a mule. And I'm like, okay, no problem. You know, took got some water and whatever and uh it took us another two hours but i was very happy with the fact i was just starting to get blisters when we got back i was exhausted and i and it was like okay i was little landmarks like okay we gotta go here and there here 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 and it's like there's my place great brought the wagon over got everything out of the wagon made sure he was okay and then I came and out I went. So that was that. So yeah, we were probably never renting from Enterprise again because that's a bunch of bullshit. But in the t same time period, I'm like, okay. I said Thursday and that was a Friday. We, I, I'm sorry. He rented the truck for Friday. And... He's like, he left a review, and I went and looked at everything. Well, since in the two months they moved from where they were to where they are now, they have an entirely new staff, and all the reviews have gone down. They used to be five stars. Now they're two and one. And the biggest thing is the people are rude. Um, all this, and basically... Oh, you got help. We're not going to help you again. The one person ended up with a vehicle with, where the windows didn't work. It's like, um, and they're like, oh, you have a car. Go, go, go away. And they'd been there for 45 minutes waiting for a different car because this car obviously didn't work. Another person came back and said, um, this car didn't have any insurance on it. They got a ticket for no insurance. I'm sorry, that's wrong. And it was just things like that. You know, the staff was rude and da 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 
Um, so I'm like, all right, I, I, I'm going to email corporate. Well, <laughs> being who I am, I found the address, the email address for the president of the company who happens to be the granddaughter of the founder. So I emailed her. Like I said, granddaughter. I'm like, okay. And I explained everything. I was very polite. I said, yes. Towards the end of the interaction, C's temper did get the better of him. But after, you know, going around with this woman for 45 minutes... I'm like, you need to do some changes. One, your portal needs to make sure that it states in the price that there is a $300 deposit. Because how many people don't even think that there needs to be a deposit on a rental car? Maybe that's a normal thing. I don't know. And But you don't think about that when you're renting. It's like, oh, I have to make sure I have this X amount of money with me when I go in because there's a deposit. It's kind of a surprise for several people. And the fact, and like I said, the utility bill, I'm like, no. I'm like, you need to investigate this this location because when it was at this location, it was great. We had no problem. And all of a sudden it's this? Okay, you're, lo- you're going to lose customers. And it's like, you have lost a customer. Now, granted, it was Friday. I'm not expecting an email or anything until at least Tuesday or Wednesday. So there's that. So that was that part. Well, after the next, let's see, when Romero brought us the water, which was on Tuesday, I think. Uh, the next day, she's like, who's over at the farm? Now, mind you, remember, we live next to, was an abandoned, illegal, well, semi-illegal pot farm. Because the person that owned it actually had the permits to, to have a pot farm. But they disappeared for like two years. And we've been kind of keeping an eye on it, and it's like, People have come over and stolen a 2,000-gallon water tank. It took them all night to take this water tank. And there was like a 1,000-gallon water tank next to it. And it took them all night to take both of these tanks. And C had tried to reach out to the... Because they were like, you know, oh, you're right here. You kind of keep an eye on things. So he reached out to the last number he had. And it was like, I'm not anywhere. Like, okay. And he had even called the cops. And the cops are like, oh, well, unless it's an emergency, we're not coming out there. Okay. Like, yeah, great. Get these tanks stolen because we're pretty sure the people that run this are part of the cartel. No, thank you. So C kind of watched where the lights went. And we have a pretty good idea where they are on the hill. It's quite a ways. It's about three miles from us. We have a pretty good eye deal but anyways there's a off-road vehicle with music playing and you know going around the inside very slowly like okay so she's watching them from the top of the rv like what the fuck 
And they go, and they finally leave. And they come up, and they go down the, the bottom road, where they normally do. And then they came up our road. And I'm like, uh-uh. We are not dealing with trespassers. So they come down our road, and I'm like, uh-uh. Turn around and go away. And he, they wave. And I'm like, looking. And they stopped. And I'm looking, and I'm like, okay, we know who you are. So I tell C, and he's like, like you're trespassing. He's flipping them off. And the person's like, I thought you were flipping him off, flipping me off. And he's like, I was. Because, you know, trespassing. And he's like, got it. But they are going to, they had drilled a well just before everything went down. And he actually had had a partner. And I don't know exactly what the deal is because I'm not getting into it. But he has said he's going to put a pump on it. And when he does all that, he's going to one allow us to grow food in the greenhouses that are already erected as long you know it's his property he's like i'm gonna grow you know maybe two greenhouses worth of cannabis whatever but we're gonna pipe the water to you guys so you can have water as well and it's like okay that works but we're also very skeptical because we were told certain things were going to happen well they didn't so it's, okay, believe it when we, you know, completely believe it when we see it happening. But it was an interesting thing to see happen. And then we've been working with the person that had originally got, see, the car. The title went to them, and they're in Arizona. Well, C has been trying to make it to where they could ask for the title, but his anxiety just couldn't do it. So back in February... I reached out and whatever, and his older sister replied back to C about the person is now having some kidney issues and some stuff, and she's doing basically his financial stuff, and she needed some answers for the title, and again, C tried to reach back out and couldn't do it. So he's like, I'm delegating. So he gave me the thing. So I reached out to her. And we set up an appointment. And I called her on Saturday. And she's trying to go on to the Arizona title thing. And I'm like, it's registered in California. The title should be through California. Which is completely different than the Arizona titles. And she's like, you're right. And she's like, I feel so bad. I can't find it right now. I'm like. It's okay. It's not a problem. Just, you know, uh, this is, I'm looking at the page on California. This is where this needs to be signed. And this is the odometer of before it broke down. To which she's like, oh yeah, and by the way, I paid for the, ta the, the tags. Excuse me? Yeah, I paid for the tag. Bless you. So... The car is technically registered. We're just waiting for tags to show up in the mail now. Get it fixed. Then all we have to do is figure out how to get it smogged. Because we have to have everything else working before you can get it smogged. But there's that. But the fact that it's registered is a big is a big thing. That means once we get it running again, we have a vehicle again. So we'll have an e-bike, the car, etc. But the e-bike I have listed on my copay, which I'm going to have to change, which is like 
I got to really, I went back and was looking at it and reading everything, and it's too big for me. I put, I was looking at adult e-bikes, because I'm an adult, but I'm five feet tall. I'm five foot two and a half, and almost all the e-bikes are for five, four and above in the adult section. So I have to go back and look and looking through the teen section. I found a couple. There's one that's 500, but there's some questionable things about it. So I need to go back and look at all the reviews and change that so I can get an e-bike of my own, which would free me up. But by having an e-bike, a bike, the vehicle, we have, we, we aren't quite as isolated. So, there's that. But, even the person that sit, bought, paid for the tags was telling us about, telling me about her Friday. So, Friday, July 28th was a bad day for, for the world, from what I could gather. But, yes. And my other insight was that um, my little fan that I've had for like eight years wasn't, didn't seem to be working real well. And it was 112 that day. And it was like just barely moving. So I figured, you know, okay, it's, I've had it for eight years. It's probably got a lot of dust. I need to clean it up. Well, in trying to figure out how to take the front off. Because on the way, you know, it looks like it's two inches thick on the back. And there's six screws. I'm like, okay, that's where all the electronics are. But it don't seem like that would be how to take it apart. So as I'm looking, all of a sudden, there seems to be a split. On the back and I'm like what the hell so I'm like carefully pulling and it folds open I'm going for eight years I did not know this thing had a base and because of how thick it is it was restricting at least 90% of the airflow not and mind you it still wasn't spinning real well but I remember the box but it never showed it sitting on a base. It showed you, showed it hanging on a wall or, you know, things like that. So I'm like, okay. That opens that up. And then it, there's clips for the front of the fan. Did that. And I'm like, why is there feathers? Baby feathers. I'm like, what the hell? I don't remember having any trim or anything that had feathers. So I get the thing off, pull the spindle, and there it is. String, feathers, the amount of dust is ridiculous. So I get it all cleaned up, put back together. Needless to say, it's, one, it's a lot quieter. And I have a better airflow. I'm like, yay, I can do, I can do this. And I can actually move it around and put it places, more places. I'm also doing quite a 
I'm trying to do several projects that could bring me in some money. A um, couple are voice voiceovers, I guess you would call them, for audiobooks and just, you know, voiceovers for different things. Um, but at the same time, I'm also working on an ebook. I'm hoping to have finished by the end of the month, if not the first week or two of August. And once it's done, I will have it available on Amazon and through a link on my Kofi page. So, um, it is a cookbook. It's going to be a little bit differently, different than some of them. Um, yes, there are multiple, multiple books online for cooking for one. Um, I'm still not sure what I'm going to charge. I thought it was going to be like 15 pages. It's probably going to be closer to 30 or 40. So I'm looking at a price of like $2.99 to $3.99. Um, if you'd leave me a comment either on my Kofi about if you think that's fair or too high. Um... Like I said, it's not going to be quite like most of the other cookbooks. Uh, one of the biggest things is I'm not going to include a prep time. And that's explained in the book is why. And it has to do with life, basically. So, that's it for this week. This is a new part because my other ones, my other episodes do not have the FCC. Um, which is basically letting you know that if I talk about any products, services, places, or things, whether or not I'm being um, sponsored or compensated for them in any kind of form, um, all opinions on anything that I talk about are my own, are mine alone, and are not influenced by anybody, sponsorship, or funding, and always will be if. I'm giving a pro given a product and I don't like it whether that company has sponsored me or not does not mean I'm going to give them a glowing review if I don't like the product I'm going to tell you in my opinion this is this um, so if you want to sponsor me any companies out there please be aware of I will not Make my reviews to put your product in a good light if it's not something I enjoy. Um, I will give pros and cons so that while it may not be something I like, it might be something somebody else likes. Um, I will, this episode does not have the 60 second pitch for a product. I guess nothing really was overwhelming one way or the other to me this week and I've been kind of lazy so there's that but this is to notify you that while I've talked about some people um, I they don't even know I've talked about them so and there's that um, a lot of times if I do talk about a product or something like that um, it's before anybody knows about it, me doing it. And then I will tag them afterwards. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Living from the Bottom to the Top. I welcome comments, suggestions, or helpful advice on improvement of this podcast. The only thing I do ask is that you be respectful and not leave hateful comments, suggestions, or negativity. I do not tolerate hate, and I will delete it without notification or discussion. We can have a difference in opinion, and for the most part there is a difference between the two, between opinion and straight-up hate. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode or found something interesting about it. I do ask that you share with everyone you can think of, no matter your relationship with them, whether you're friends or enemies, strangers, or you just think it should be shared. I do earn a few pennies from the Anchor app for each listen, and who knows, I might actually end up with a sponsor, which would be amazing. Artwork from, for Living from the Bottom to the Top is by Nikki. Her link is in the description of this episode. Anyone that I have talked about, I have put the links on my Kofi page in the description of the episode. And until next time, rogue out.